What? <laughs> Okay, so actually, can I start with something? Yes. <laughs> very, very sad. Oh, very yeah. Depressing. Welcome to our fun video game, movie, TV, funny podcast, everybody. So I had a moment today. Yeah. Oh, man, this is sad. This moment made me... Oh, he's taking off his glasses. <laughs> oh, he's rubbing his eyes. <sighs> it was just... It's a, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be truthful. I had I had a very sobering reality experience today. My eyes are watering. Tell me. <laughs> um, so I was going to the bathroom. Okay. Right. I was uh, I was uh, finishing up at the urinal. You know, okay. I was taking a leak. Pooping. Nope, I was taking a leak. <laughs> come on, come on. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, what do I have to do after this? I have to do blah blah blah. I have this on my mind. All right, cool. All right, well, I'm done. I'll flush and go. So I put everything away. <laughs> okay. Flush the toilet. And when I took a step, I realized, whoa, wait a minute. Things are a little bit wetter than I expected. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Keep going. Tell me more of the story now. <laughs> and I was like, why are things so wet right now? <laughs> I was done taking a wee. What happened? <laughs> So I went into a stall. Yeah. Now I, I like I, I was like inspecting my my underwear and I was like, oh my god, I I did it. I I thought I was done peeing, but my body was like, you have a little more at the bottom of the can here. Yeah. And instead of stopping like like healthy people do, and like you told it to do. Yeah. We're just gonna keep going. Like it told you it did. Yeah. So just that was. You're an old man now. Yeah. Dude. That is sad. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Is that the first time that ever happened to you? Yeah, why? Has that happened to oh, you? Welcome to the club. I've been doing that since I was 12. You're younger than... <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time in my life that's happened to me. Um, yeah, wow. That's that's sad. Now, think back to that moment early in the story when you were finishing up at the urinal. Were, were you distracted? Or maybe... I, I think I was. I was looking at my phone. Yeah. There was probably some signals. It's like, hey, I'm actually not done yet. And you're like, you're going away. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay just, okay. Sorry. There's a little bit more. So that's fun. <sighs> yeah, that was, yeah. So that was, uh, that was a part of my day today. And it was um, a sad part of my day, but a better part of my day. Yes. Well, uh, actually, no, because I didn't do it today. But a better part of my day yesterday <laughs> was slaying my first dragon. Yes. <laughs> In God real of, life. And got <laughs> in god of war yes did you also pee your pants then <laughs> no so i was i was really worried when i first ran into the dragon because i didn't know how you fight it so i just thought because when you first run uh, i guess god of war spoilers spoilers for god of war <laughs> yeah god of war spoilers i'm fighting it and it's of course in the tunnel when you're on yes. the 
and I was just immediately throwing the axe at it yeah. and it was doing nothing yeah. and I was just okay so I don't know how the fuck like I was like Atreus do shit and nothing was happening there <laughs> boy do shit yeah <laughs> nothing was happening there so I was just completely out of ideas it took me a solid 45 seconds if not like a minute 30 to realize what if I hit its hand ooh and all of a sudden I let go and I was like oh I'm learning how do you feel about that video game moment because that's a very classic video game moment hmm how do you feel about that moment where you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm smacking this, smacking this. I should be doing damage. Oh, I'm supposed to do this thing. I figured it out. Do you feel good or do you feel like, oh. No, I feel good. Okay, cool. I was like, awesome. All right, cool. Got it. Attack its hands. And it's got weak hands. Yeah. So I attacked its hands and then I kept attacking its hands and there you go. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel two things about that because... Obviously, that's very, that's, there's so much DNA in that thing in Zelda games, or that is in so much of Zelda games DNA of like, you're fighting a boss and there's a very specific way you're supposed to do it. And it's usually the big glowing red eyeball. (laughs) Um, But usually there's, there's something, there's some trick to defeating this boss. And some of them are pretty intuitive and it makes you feel really good for just figuring it out immediately. And some of them, like you bang your head against a wall and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to watch out for its shadow or something like that. Or, oh, the shadow has like a little arrow indicating which way it's going or something. And sometimes it's like, well, I mean, I've been smacking it with stuff for 10 minutes. It clearly should have taken a little bit of damage. So I do always like the treat of when video games kind of let you do it, however. But but I still love that moment that you had of, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get to it. Also, I didn't realize, and this is probably why the game was so difficult for me up until now, although it wasn't that crazy difficult, but mm. now it's a lot easier. Yeah. I had almost uh, 20,000, I think I was at 18,000 experience points that I never Hack used. silver or whatever? No, experience points. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that I didn't use, because uh, I forgot that you could level things up. Yeah. So, <laughs> I... I, I, I <laughs> So after I killed the, so after I killed the dragon, I I talked to the dwarf and I did my shit with him and then I thought, all right, cool. So I have a whole bunch of uh, like stones or whatever. Let's see if I can put them into shit. And I'm poking around and I'm just moving across the menus and I went into the uh, move portion and I thought, oh yeah, I haven't done, I haven't checked out my move list in a long time. Oh, I have like nineteen thousand XP points. Oh, these things cost five hundred XP. <laughs> <laughs> so to put it in to put it into uh, into context i had maybe four moves unlocked wow yeah i had the running light attack running heavy attack yep and oh gosh i think i i think one for atreus you had like a shield throw or something right nope nope um oh i had atreus do like this like the swan no 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 that's no what am i thinking of yeah yeah i i I, atrius was hooked up with like i can do like like rear naked chokes and shit so (laughs) cool (laughs) and like but that was it and now we're fucking stocked you're like shooting ice beams at them (laughs) yeah Yeah. now we're just chain lightning people (laughs) yeah i'm throwing the the axe and while i'm barehanded i'm just like stunning somebody recalling the accident like (laughs) chops them up like a blender and i get it again my favorite move and i think it's fairly late so i guess spoilers for the moves in god of war although i think you could see previews of all of them like if you just scroll around can't you? You could scroll no, to... No, uh, Like, I'm only level three. The level fives are still covered. Oh, so you can't see them. I can't see them. There's... 
Do you care if I spoil a move that you can do? It's I'm very probably going to forget about him because Fine. obviously I don't keep on top of my experience points. There's one that is a very powerful small area of effect damage where you throw the uh, you throw the axe in a way that it circle it does one circle around you, but like almost like how the Earth circles the sun one time but rotates 365 times. <laughs> it kind of does that. It's just it's like throwing a super small boomerang around you and it's it shreds people and it knocks them back so you can just keep spamming that and they can't get within your tiny little bubble unless they're like charging you god it looks so satisfying and it's so like he finesses it so hard when he catches like he throws it with one hand and then like like it kind of bounces back and then you could throw it in the other direction and it bounces back so good i will say i'm it the combat's getting very fluid finally yeah you're like getting the groove i'm understanding the groove of the timing and it's like i know how to do my runic attacks and now i'm chaining my runic attacks with my combos with my light and heavies and then yeah it's and again my atreus is pretty souped up yeah like i got atreus pretty roided out (laughs) and he's (laughs) no for real like i he's got a good quiver got a good bow he's got a good set of like tunic armor he's got a, a good runic attack he calls oh, yeah. in like these ice birds yes oh those ones are good i think i had those like throughout the rest of the game i like let me try the ice wolves or whatever it's yeah. like nope back to the birds yeah <laughs> the birds yeah. are so good and um yeah i like it's weird how it's coming together now when i play because mm. i'm not playing it every day but i'm playing it enough i like long enough chunks of time that yep. it's retaining within me yeah and yeah dude it's just I remember I fought a troll or an ogre or some fucking shit. Some big thing. Some big thing with like a giant slab of like rock ice that yep. that like <laughs> called on ice and shit. And the first time I fought it, it gave me a huge amount of trouble. And then I just said, you know what? I'm done for the day. I'll play it tomorrow. I played it the next day. I fucking wiped the floor with it the second day. <laughs> and I was just, I don't know what I did different. I just got more confident in like dodging rolling back attacking when to attack oh i stunned it like now i'm ready i also forget to rage yes because oh God, it's so good. i forget to rage <laughs> because i feel like it's such a it's such a limited resource and i forget that it keeps it grows back when yeah. you when you fight quicker so, than you'd think too. so i don't use it at all so i when i did the ogre fight the next day i went oh i'll just ra- i'm getting low on health fuck it time to rage and i rage <laughs> and i beat the fuck out of it <laughs> Like, just straight up beat the shit out of it. It's so good. And then it was over. And I just went, oh, I should have just done this the first time. I should have just raged the first time. There's, so it was really good. There's story things that, obviously, without spoiling it, I'm just so excited for you to react to on this show. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I, It's really cool. I, I'm really liking it. It's I still have the same mentality where I care more about the story than the combat mm-hmm. right now still. Yeah. But the combat's getting easier. It's fluid now. I understand how he moves. (laughs) I wonder how much of that time was spent of you just sitting on 20,000 experience points. Yeah, the combat's really not that fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you don't have your superpowers (laughs) that you've unlocked yet. Yeah, so I wasn't doing much. It was really rough, and now it's just, oh, (laughs) like, okay. The game also has New Game Plus. Um, so you could once you finish it and all your upgrades and stuff like that, you could restart the game with all your upgrades and keep oh. upgrading them. I love New Game Plus. Oh my um, gosh, that's cool. Have you met Mephir? No, Mephir. Mephir. Nope. He's a, a guy from Norse mythology who I think knew more than Odin. 
So Odin trapped him in a tree? Nope. Okay. I haven't met him yet. It's my favorite. I just, I, le- I legit just finished killing the dragon. The first dragon. <laughs> yeah. With like lightning and shit. Yeah, exactly. Throwing There's, red stickies. Yeah. That was the, uh, that's the, I just did that yesterday. Um, have you it. seen Big Snake? Yeah, you have to see Big Snake. That's how you get around. Because Big Snake opens up the water for everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. The world snake or whatever. Yeah, the yeah the, the world eater. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's uh, in the uh, in classic Norse mythology. That's Loki's son. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Loki's kids are, I think, uh, A snake? Big Snake. Is it Jorg, Jorgmander? Jormagunder? Norse mythology names are so hard. Yeah. And uh, Hela. So like Hela, Hela is Loki's daughter in Norse mythology. Norse mythology is wild and very different than like stuff we know in God of War and the MCU and and things like that. Yeah, even like the Neil Gaiman uh, Norse mythology books, those are a lot closer to North mytho- Norse mythology, um, but different. The stories behind it are so fucking brutal. Yes, like <laughs> Clash of the Titans. I remember. With, uh, what's his name? Sam. The guy from Avatar. Yeah, yeah. I like those movies. They're, they're <laughs> really good, good, but they're really, they're really dark. Isn't that, that's Greek, right? That's Greek. Oh, that is Greek. I'm yeah. sorry. That is Greek. That Which is Greek. Was what, um, God of War was. Right. God of War 1, 2, 3, and then the yes. two spinoffs. Um, yeah. he was a Greek mythology, which he is still the same character. I don't know. I don't remember how clear that is in this game, but it is Kratos. Yes. And he's just, he's lived a different life, and now he's on a different adventure with his new son, who he had after the third game. Which is uh, just so, like, so many mysteries around, like, okay, but why? What's he doing? Why is he here? He's uh, Thanos, man. He just wants to farm. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, <laughs> like, legit what he wants. Yeah, um, how What's the stranger up to? Have you seen the stranger anymore? I haven't seen the stranger since I fought the stranger. Oh, okay, cool. That's it. Gotcha. Um yeah that's it um cool that's that's enough updates for now there's gonna be god of war talk for the next few weeks and it is a two and a half year old game so i do think i will finish the game faster than red dead 2 because there's a lot less to do yeah it's just go through the story red dead 2 it's so easy to just get like oh and you just you're off on the side weirdly i know exactly what you mean yeah. <laughs> i shouldn't you just ride off and you're just in a different area doing different shit and it's just oh yep um excellent uh next update falcon and winter soldier episode three mm. i think that episode uh it was called the power broker spoiler alert spoiler alert for falcon and winter soldier what'd you think how you liking it still interested excited having fun i liked it It, yeah it makes more sense i understand it it i really like i'm really on the 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 bad people side in this one (laughs) the The, flag smashers i'm really with them or country punchers the country punchers i'm sorry (laughs) this one more more than before before they were just they're the bad guys because they're wearing the skull masks yeah. so you could tell if you were at home and now they're stealing but this time medicine is like, to give away and- they're stealing medicine to give away and i'm like okay but like i get it and then whoops they blew up the building with the cops inside yeah they're just which that part felt it was disappointing to me because it's just like yeah they're kind of they got a point like how are you gonna make them the bad guys oh just needlessly kill like SWAT team officers. Yeah, or yeah. 
it was um, just kind of an added like the writers were like, ah, but we need something to actually make them the bad guys. It's better if they didn't. Yeah. Let them be like pure. The yeah. new Avengers, the ones who are going to try to do everything for good. Yeah. You know? Um, what did you think? What did you think? I, I thought it was a great episode. Uh, the the part that stuck out to me the most, and I probably, if if I was just talking for 20 minutes about this episode, I probably wouldn't even remember that part. Um, but just the whole, like seedy futuristic underworld stuff and getting zemo out of prison and zemo's like helping them and he's That's, very it's weird on charismatic the same side. it's weird and i love it it is so interesting like m- one of my favorite tropes is and i don't know if there's a name for it but team up with the bad guy because there's an even worse bad guy the enemy like, of my enemy is my friend yeah exa- it's like teaming up with loki because of the dark elves are here uh, teaming up with Loki to fight Thanos, teaming up with Loki to get Hela. Like, but he's oh, the bad guy. See, so the hard thing with that is Loki is so much easier to like than Zemo. Yeah, but we got to see Zemo dance in this one. <laughs> yeah, but Loki just Loki's whole thing of it all comes from this weird childish place of feeling like he's not wanted. Yeah, and not because because even in Avengers, even in the first Avengers, when when when. When when Thor and him are fighting, and Thor goes, "Look at this!" Like, he, I forget what he says, but he goes, "Look what you've done!" Yeah, like you, like you, we could stop this, and he goes, "Like it's too late." Yeah, like, and he has this look of like, "I, I know, like I, yeah. I fucked up," <laughs> <laughs> and then he stabs him. He's like, "Fuck it, I have to go through with this," and he just goes, <laughs> "I just, I don't know." Loki, I think is, I think we've had more time with Loki too. He's more. He's very charismatic. Yeah, he's extremely charismatic. Compared yeah. to Zima as well. So far. So far. Uh, Although I thought he like he showed some potential. He did. He he very much did. Uh I So here's the thing I don't like, I didn't like about the episode. What you just said. I didn't like the CD underground part as much because I feel like that's such a cop out in most like Star Wars did it. Mm. MCU's done it and they just did it again. It's this weird cop out of just here's this dark and seedy place where things go down that are conveniently set up for us and we can just go there and whatever it's just it did feel a little too convenient that's the thing it, it's the same thing with with black panther it was the when same they thing go with, to korea yeah where it's the same thing of like oh we know this the shady little spot where everything can happen perfect let's go yeah it's just and then the other character there who's going to drive the story. Yeah, it is a very convenient like place for people to meet. But like I, you could say that about other kind of tropey, let's go to this place uh, type things. Um, I guess. I mean, I guess I could see that. It's like in uh, Avengers 2 when they go to Hawkeye's secret like farm home. It's like, oh, of course, this guy has like a life that nobody knew about. Like that's another trope. But that's another one that's always interesting to me to see when it pops up. Um, I guess I don't know. I just liked it. It was, it gave me very strong like cyberpunk vibes. Uh, like there was like lots of neon and lots of like. That's why you high... liked it. You like the aesthetic of it. Yeah, I love the aesthetic of yeah. it. Sure. Um, but then like the weird like rules that it hinted at of uh, like you're this guy, you need to act like this, and then snake eater or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the scene where he had to like drink that, drink like the heart, the heart of and a the, and the cobra shot of vodka or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, and then like 
the fact that like everybody pulled their gun uh when bucky was was beating up the guys until they stopped at a certain point it's like there's rules it's like hey we'll kill you if you go xyz but you just did xy yeah so we have to stop before we get to z um it was really cool i don't know zemo fit in well so he clearly has a history there and bucky does too because they're like oh it's the winter soldier because they don't know that he got like his brain got fixed it was really cool I liked the the stuff that, that makes that makes me question. Then, did they know about the Winter Soldier's involvement with Thanos? Which makes me realize have. how many people in the world realize what happened with Thanos and the yeah. snap in that final battle. Like, who knows what happened? Yeah, people probably don't know everyone who was there and like everything that everybody did. They didn't like all experience portals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody got that hype like we did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought it was a great episode. I thought um, s- reminding us that Zemo is like a very skilled uh, hand-to-hand combat guy. Um, that was cool. He put on the purple mask and kicked some ass. Yeah, he. I also forgot that he was a guy who came from importance. Yeah, he was a he's Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo, yeah. Uh, and uh, in Civil War, they say he's like Sokovian Secret Service uh, or Special Intelligence or something Special Ops. Um, and you saw like a picture of him in like a whole military getup and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, he could like totally kick ass. I forgot about that. Yeah. I yeah. totally forgot that he was that kind of character. Which is cool that they, they showed that to us and they reminded us of that. Yeah. The um, phone scene was cringy to me. Yeah. That was, that was a little bit. Yeah. The Sam is a little bit more of the comic relief, uh, than I thought he would be. Yeah. I, I feel like we don't, it's I'll be honest. The chemistry between him and Winter Soldier, him and him and Bucky, yeah, in the first two episodes felt a little forced. Mm. You know, it was great. It felt like it was there. They just did it a little bit too much. Yeah, like they really showed. Like, wow, look how great these guys' chemistry are. It's like, yeah, no, we know it's good. You don't have to like shove it in our faces. Yeah, you know what's funny? What I realized they started that in Civil War. The chemistry. Oh yeah, I forgot about that when uh, they were fighting Spider Man fighting spider-man and yeah. in the backseat of the car it's like can you move your seat forward no no yeah <laughs> and then he just slowly moves over and then like uh cap kisses sharon and then looks over at him and they're both like smirking at him. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah fighting spider-man uh you couldn't have done that to begin with like shut up i hate you yeah i hate you <laughs> yeah that's that stuff is so good yeah yeah uh, they they really do have great chemistry so it's like it's a show that makes so much sense i also it's What's very interesting to me is we saw at the end of Endgame, Cap gives Sam the shield. Yes. And then this show, I kind of was like, is it going to be like both of them in the comics have been Captain America? Bucky has taken up the mantle yes. and Sam has sh- taken up the mantle. Is this show going to be all about like, which one is it going to be? But then it's like, oh, well, nope, because Cap gave Sam the shield. But then Sam immediately gave it away and Bucky's pissed about it. So now I'm like, ooh, actually, could it be Bucky after could this? Could it be Bucky? Yeah. Um. I think either way it'd be cool, and I, I still, th- I'm leaning towards Sam. A part of me believes Sam's gonna get the super soldier injection. Ooh, that would be interesting, right? I think something interesting will happen with this uh, super soldier this, serum. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a big twist about, or what's his name is gonna get it? Zemo? No, but Captain America. Oh, oh yeah, big chin Captain America. And then we have the new new Captain America. Yeah. Which in the comics, his his character is referred to as U.S. Agent, apparently. But in the comics, his character is also, I think, super enhanced. 
I think so, yeah. Someone, uh, I saw someone point out something really interesting. There's that scene in the first Captain America where Stanley Tucci's character is talking to Steve, but I think before he gets the serum. And like, he's ex- like when he's on the table or like when he's evaluating him? He, no, they're just like talking. They've already chosen him. And I think Steve is going through doubts about like, I don't like. Uh, oh, sure th- is this right when guy? Stanley shows up with the whiskey? Maybe. He's having a drink, I think. Yeah. And they're sitting on like two cots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he's like. You're the, you may not be a perfect soldier, but you're a good man. And that's, that's what this program needs or whatever like that. Yeah. And then someone just showed a picture of like all of, uh, gosh, I forget the new guy's name. The new Captain America's like, they just listed his achievements. It's like, oh, he's this guy. He's an army ranger. He's an Navy yeah. SEAL. It's like all this stuff. It's like, he's a perfect soldier. <laughs> <laughs> like they kind of missed the mark on that. Should have yep. listened to Stu- Tucci. Yeah. Stucci. <laughs> Stanley yep. Tucci. Um, yeah, that, that's really interesting. And we've already seen the don't get in my way, which we've seen Cap get kind of snippy with like Tony and, and stuff like that. So, so uh, I was thinking, so I was rewatching scenes from Civil War. Yeah. And I was trying to think, when did they, have they always been snippy with each other? Tony and, and Cap? Yeah. Steve yeah, and Tony, much. I feel like always started off. Yeah. On a bad foot. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Because Tony had that weird jealousy that his dad, uh, Howard, helped make uh, Captain America. He made the shield. He helped yeah. make the serum. And and the first Avengers, he was like, oh, my, yeah, I couldn't stop hearing about you growing up. Um, and, like, here you are and that kind of stuff. So I think there was, like, that resentment of, like, being the younger child type thing. It was like, oh, yeah, all I, I always have to hear about your achievements and stuff like that. Um so I think there was a little bit of that. And then I think Steve didn't really respect Tony's like attitude and oh, definitely not. the drinking and just the way he carries himself and stuff like that. So yeah, they, I don't think they ever were like super tight. I think they respected the hell out of each other until they didn't. <laughs> right. Um, but even then I think they did. Yeah. I think know? they respected each other. They just had very foundational disagreements. That was, yeah, that was a big thing, but. Yeah, I feel I feel like it was a. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think because it's weird how they come across to each other because Tony doesn't seem like he's any different to Cap. What do you mean? Like Tony being snippy to Steve Rogers, well, he's snippy with everybody. Yeah, like he's a smart ass to everybody. He doesn't like. I'm gonna pile it on Captain America. No, he just does it to everybody for the uh, most part. I think there's a different flavor of snip that he gives to Steve, <laughs> like in Endgame. When he was like, I told you that we needed a shield around the world. And when it really came down to it, you weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> and like that kind of stuff. Like he blames Steve and he like disagrees with Steve and he's angry at Steve where he's just like a dick to everybody. <laughs> but he's a dick True. and angry at Steve. But in that case, in Endgame, though, that was a, a pure thing of just we weren't together. Yeah. Like that yeah. fight, like that speech when he's like, he's like freaking out on him and steve just taking it like yeah i know you're right like, yeah. <laughs> like i wasn't there and it was fucked yeah um, <laughs> actual quote from the movie <laughs> it's it just that was i feel that felt more just grief yeah that was grief from tony stark but we've seen like snippets of that in the past of uh like 
when the the awesome scene where they're chopping wood at Barton's farm. Yeah. And they're having that like that conversation that kind of sets up Civil War and he says things like I don't trust a guy without a dark side. Uh and they're, they're like it's getting heated and Tony doesn't really get like heated with people and then at the end of Civil War uh like he just he doesn't have time to listen to him. He's like, you're wrong and you're arrogant and it makes me so angry. But <laughs> it's like, so I weird to hear that because Tony Stark is a symbol of arrogance. Yes. Yes. Which is why he's J- angry at someone else for being arrogant. And why AI. Why? And you never even paused. You never even hesitated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't know. That, that, that whole dynamic is so weird to me. I love it. You know what I mean? Because and maybe it's because I'm drawing parallels because of the idea of Captain America being present. Mm. But I think of that person. I think of Steve Rogers when you hear Captain America as that's intended. I don't see either of them being Captain America. Uh Falcon or Bucky? Yeah. Yeah. I think either the show will have to prove it to you that one of them can do like i'm actually okay with this new captain america (sighs) it's weird to say i'm actually okay with with because he's trying to do things the right way he's trying to do things by the book he doesn't want to have to go outside the lines but he's willing to and you know what fuck it oh he super is now yeah we have to do it yeah he wants to he wants to do what he has to to help he wants to do what he has to to get the job done yep but i i it's pretty in line with how Steve Rogers handled being Captain America. The only difference is Captain America, when it was Steve Rogers, had superhuman everything. Yeah. No, I think I think he's going to get the serum. But, I, yeah, I don't know. The one thing we he's, haven't seen is his ability to sacrifice. Sure. His, well, his willingness, to, his willingness to, to step up for others. He mentioned that. Uh, it's like, what made Steve Steve or something like that? It's like, well, Steve jumped on a grenade. And he's like, so have I, four times. Oh, yeah, true, true, (laughs) true. So, like, there's that. But I don't know. I think that's, like, the heart of Steve, isn't there? He just, he needs to have grown up in the 30s. You don't like him. (laughs) I mean, I don't think we're supposed to. I mean, immediately, episode one, I hated him. Episode two is like, all right, let's give him a shot. Ooh, he's... He's, he's a little spicy. He's, he's a little spicy. He's trying, spice. but he's a little spicy. And then episode three is like, ooh, he's getting a little desperate. <laughs> like Sam and Bucky are ahead of him and he's getting like competitive and jealous. And I think that might be oh. why he takes a serum, maybe, if he can get his hands on it. Um, because he wants to have like the advantage or something. But I don't know why they're in competition. They're doing the same thing. Yeah, but they are they he tried to work with them and they said no. And we're gonna go do our own thing. He's like, Okay, well then I that's also my mission. So since you're not working with me, we are both trying to accomplish the same goal <laughs> separately. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're going to end up seeing uh, he gets the serum. They end up fighting two on one. Then they all they all get along at the end somehow or nope. something. It's, wow. Nope. I think wow. his contract is over at the end of the show. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. It, it could go a lot of different directions, but yeah. I'm I'm super. I I really like it. That I, I do agree with you that the weak point of this episode for me was the phone call scene and like that kind of surrounding like let's go talk to this random lady. Up, oh, she's dead, and now there's trouble, and now we got to run away. Uh, oh, but then we saw Sharon show up, who's a totally different character now. Yes, she was Peggy Carter's niece uh, or great niece or something like that. Um, and she was like, 
by the books, but I'll break the rules to help uh, these three guys, Cap and Sam and Bucky, because I know that they're trying to do the right thing. And and then we didn't really see her after that. And that apparently she just moved to the CD cyberpunk well, underworld and is a total badass. Well, don't forget, she got, she when she like, she, like she mentioned, she said, did you forget the time I stole government like military equipment for you? And then yeah. I was on the run ever since. Yeah, exactly. Did you forget about that? It was super cool. She, those scenes with her were brutal. <laughs> like that was some of the most brutal action. It was like John Wick. Yeah, um, she was. She, she's uh, what is she? CIA? Um, what was she? Something, something like that. She was Shield? no. She was with Shield. Yeah, exactly. She was. She was with Shield. Yeah, because she was in Civil War. Yep. No, not Civil War. She was in Winter Soldier. She was in Winter Soldier and Civil War. And yeah. Civil War, yeah. Yeah. So we got to see her abilities, which was cool. Yeah. Her techniques. She also like runs a big uh, art, black market art Crazy. business. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then we saw her get in the car, and that was a... Did you catch on that when she got in the car? Maybe. No. At the end of the cargo container scene and like a car, she, she goes, you guys go, I'm going to have to, I'll, I'll take care of myself and get out of here. She like runs away. Then she turns to the corner and she's all calm. And then like a, a nice car rolls up and she gets in and there's a driver. Huh? And she said, I forgot what she said. She said something that I completely missed that. Uh, apparently so. <laughs> and she, Maybe that was the power broker. Cause I don't think we met the power broker. I don't know. But she said, she said, she says something. I forget that makes it seem like, is she a good Person? Is she playing both sides? Is she on their side? I yeah. don't know. Interesting. Gosh, I must have totally missed that. You did? Honestly. Yeah, I was probably reacting to what had just happened, maybe. Yeah. Uh it, it, yeah. It, it was it was definitely a, a little twist, which I liked. I don't know how many how many episodes in this? Seven? Six. So we're halfway. Whoa. <laughs> okay, here's a twist. You don't think they fight? Uh the three of them? No, I think they probably will. I don't think they're going to get along at the end. <laughs> I think if if they don't get along in the end, then uh, Captain America, the new one. Yeah. He dies for them. He takes a bullet. Ooh, I could see that. I could see that. The sacrifice of, okay, these guys are better at this than me. Here, you take the shield. I'll hold them off. <laughs> or more of like he jumps in front of a bullet no, or, or, or something. <laughs> and then like the shield remains after the explosion or something. And then somebody picks it One up of them picks it up and like puts it on. And then it's like the final fight or something. The strap. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. strap before portals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. That'd I be interesting. That. Uh, yeah. We'll okay. see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Are, are you reading spoilers for it online? You no. Trying to, you're trying to find it. Ooh. I'm not actively avoiding them, but I'm not seeking them out. You're not seeking sure. them out. Yeah. Gotcha. I gotcha. just, the Marvel studios and Marvel memes and stuff like that subreddits. I'll just everything once in a while, something will pop up. And that's where I saw the, uh, you're not a perfect soldier, but you're a good man versus you're literally a perfect soldier. So um, with, with that being said, with yeah. staying away from spoilers and shit. Yeah. Uh, Loki. Yeah. Did you see the new trailer? Yes, I did. What do you think? Uh, I think it looks really good. I went from I think it looks really good. I went from okay, this look we'll see this this could be cool to oh this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be <laughs> yes exactly. I, I, just, I went from this sounds like a fucking because don't forget it was positioned to be by you as uh, Loki goes around and just screws up time and he wants to have fun and I just thought that sounds like a fucking that's literally what idea. I thought it was and then it turned into oh no the time police found him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and they're pissed that like you can't be doing this. Yeah, because literally that scene in uh, Endgame with the Ancient One and Hulk, 
uh, she's like, no, if you take one of the stones, it makes a rip in time. He goes, okay, well, what if we put one back? And then Loki steals the Tesseract and doesn't put it back. Yeah. So everybody's question at the end is like, okay, well, what does that cause? And this show answers that, which I thought it was just going to be him fucking around being Loki because it's 2012. He's going to go pretend to be people. This, I don't want to see that. That no, sounds exactly. fucking stupid. No, this is Owen Wilson being like, come on, man, you can't do that. Yeah. I, by the way, Owen Wilson is in yeah. MCU now. What the fuck? <laughs> Everybody, we could have another 20 minute segment where we just list <laughs> celebrities here. Yeah. It. yeah, we've got Stanley Tucci was in a fucking Oh my MCU. god, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> we can't do this again. Oh my god. Um Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Um so it looks super cool. I loved the uh uh, I won't betray you or something like that. It's like, man, I've read everything about your life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot because it looks way more action packed. It, it looks th- there's yeah. way more dire, I think, uh, situations at play. Yeah. You know, because again, it was what you set up. So I just thought he's going to go pretend to be. You know, George Washington. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Or, or he's yeah. going to go be this person. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Oh. It's basically like Quantum Leap, but with Loki. But nope, it's he's fixing his time crime. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And uh, I I do like, and I maybe you caught something that I didn't, but I do like the fact that it's mainly Loki. Yeah. Like, I didn't see another big MCU character show up in it. Yeah, I mean, I think there will be. Uh, we I think, saw. I think there has to be if he's going to go back in time and or, forward in time. We saw. Yeah, we saw like a post-apocalyptic New York with the Avengers Tower leaning on another yeah. building. That was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so many cool implications. It's. I think it's going to be like a cross between like, what if that show that's coming of like, what if this crazy thing happened and what if Loki was here? Yeah. Um, and like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just going to be, it's going to be really cool. I'm excited that there's stakes. Oh, and also like a little bit of like Suicide Squad. Like the idea of Suicide Squad is, hey, you're a bad guy, but you're the guy who can fix the situation we're in. We're going to put this bracelet around your neck. Uh, Like this like house arrest thing around your neck. Uh, And you're going to go do what we tell you to and fix your own uh, mess up. Yeah, I, I'm very intrigued by Loki now. I yeah. think it might be, it might be more interesting than Falcon Winter Soldier mm. at this point. Like, I'm already super intrigued by it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very intriguing. Falcon and Winter Soldier is very just like it's another Captain America movie where there's like espionage. It's it's a spy thing, right? It's a spy it's thing, very which much is a spy thing. really fun. And like, I could use that right about now. It's been a while since I've really like sunk my teeth into something right, like that. Right. But Loki is just going to be another like crazy wacky. Like it's, it's going to be very that, like it's going to be very his corner of the MCU. But does it tie into Dr. Strange at all? I'm sure it will. Isn't WandaVision tying into Dr. Strange or no? Yeah, oh yeah. hundred percent. So WandaVision is tying into Dr. Strange. Is Loki's thing going to, it has to, if it does the multiverse, maybe we all thought wanda wandavision was going to set up the multiverse and it didn't really uh what if loki does because the whole thing was no if you take a stone and don't bring it back that makes a split in time what if that like makes kind of a multiverse thing and it makes Uh, an infinite multiverse yeah so loki could the loki show could make the multiverse i'm like i'm like back on 
not to not to if if this is your experience, I'm not judging you by saying this, but I since I haven't done it, this is the only way I can equate it. You know the uh, the meme of Elmo at the table, and he's looking over to his right, or he's looking on the left, and there's a pile yeah. of just white powder. <laughs> And then the next the next screen is him face first and the powder just, <laughs> just yeah that's how I feel deep just, inhales deep, that's how I feel it's yeah. just I feel like it's we're back baby like yeah. we're back in MCU fun again isn't it crazy that we're gonna go on like three or four months of weekly MCU content looking on it now. It's so brilliant that that Marvel made this. The shows. It's such a smart idea. Yeah. Think about it. Not only is it just, you know, jerking off Disney Plus, <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> you are a wordsmith. <laughs> you mean a poet, right? Just <laughs> yes. I'm a poet. <laughs> Jesus. But it's just such a smart move that a lot of people could have said is a gamble of how do you know it's going to retain viewership? How do you know it's going to bring in viewership? How do you know it's going to be a good enough product to be compared to the Marvel movies that have been smash hits? Mm. And they just said, we trust our ability. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just, they're doing it. Yeah. They're just fucking doing it. Yeah. It's cool. They got They got some good people behind the helm. And it's... Uh, Feige is obviously like a huge part of it. I think he's executive producer on all of it. Yeah, something like that. Um, But then we have uh, Sarah Hallie Finn is like the Mm -hmm. casting director for all this. Like she's been knocking it out of the park. There's probably some other big names that like don't get enough spotlight as they should. Um, But there's just they got a team who knows what they're doing. And I I love the stuff they're putting it out for 12 years now. Uh, (laughs) Right. Like 13 this year. I can't believe I can't I remember watching Iron Man 2 with Scam. Yeah. Like in the theater? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. Iron Man 2 was uh I think the movie I've seen in theaters the most. <laughs> kind really? of by accident because everybody's just so excited. Like that Iron Man 2, I don't know if you remember, but that's when like the hype kind of got real. Cause Iron Man was like, oh my gosh, there's another good superhero movie. Like I uh, remember the Batman begins? Uh, there's another one, but this it's different really cool. and it's yeah. kind of like military based and stuff like that. And it's funnier and yeah. And then, Oh, did they just set up the Avengers at the end of it? Let's watch the sequel that kind of sets up more and black widows in it and Nick Fury's in it and all this stuff. So like everybody had to go see it and there was so much hype because the first one was so good. Um, it starts off with ACDC. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, come such on a now. great intro. Oh my god, The door opens. Yep. I still get that's that shoot to thrill by ACDC, which is a song that plays in yep. that in that scene, g- gets me almost as hyped as Portals for my game. <laughs> <laughs> like I get that riff that you just did. Yeah, bah, 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 bah. yeah. <laughs> I can't listen to it and then not immediately turn up the volume <laughs> on whatever I'm listening to for the next <laughs> guitar blast. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's fucking great, and it's just oh, it's it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But yeah, that was that was when it the hype got real, and then I think after that was Thor, and then Captain America, and then um, Avengers. So yeah, super cool. It was yeah, it was good. It was good shit. So, anyways, Loki, I I, I think I'm gonna be riding this high until <laughs> you know what I'm saying. What you know what I'm already alluding to until that Shang, movie comes out. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. 
until that movie comes out, and then I'm, I might I'm probably gonna hit a low. I think you should then... do a blackout for that movie. <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. No matter what I find out about it, which I've already found out some wild shit about that movie. Uh, whatever I find out about it, I want I want to take you to the theater <laughs> until it starts. You're just gonna be like, this is a bullshit racist ass <laughs> kung fu movie. <laughs> Mixed martial arts movie. Mixed martial arts. Um, Asian dude. His superpower is just good at martial arts. Yeah. And yeah. then just, I don't know, maybe it's that and maybe it's cooler, but I, I want you to do a blackout. Why? I don't know. I think it would be interesting. It would be an interesting study to do on you. And I, w- <laughs> I, would, I would do a blackout for it, but I already know massive spoilers. Okay. Just okay. through oops leaks. I saw so, a leak. So you know spoilers. So you think... You wouldn't be saying this unless you think there's something that would change my mind on on this character. I the I genuinely what I what I know changes nothing about the character. Cool. I so still, still just an MMA black belt. It cool. very cool. much could be an MMA black belt. Um, but there's things about the movie, not the character, like other things in the movie. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, which regardless of what you end up thinking of that. So like you did a complete you did the hardest of cores blackout for Endgame and Star Rise Wars. of Skywalker yes. until I accidentally spoiled it on the on this show. Yes, <laughs> which I'll never forget. The rise of what? The what? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, oh no! <laughs> you literally. For, so for those who don't know, he literally didn't want to know the name of Star Wars Episode Nine. He just wanted to go into it thinking it was Episode Nine. Yes. Until the title card. Somebody appeared. buys my ticket. I don't see it. I don't look at the... I want to just sit down and be like, let's go. Look and at then, the floor, guide me in. Yep, and then when it hits, yeah. it's just, oh, that's what it is. Star Wars. What does and that then it mean? Starts- yes, that's what it means. That's what I wanted. Yeah. That's what I wanted. But instead, we spent months wondering, oh, what does that mean? And then it turns out, not really anything. <laughs> but anyway, you also, when we had a similar experience when you walked into the theater to see Endgame, you avoided looking at the poster for it. <laughs> You hadn't even yes. seen the poster for it. Right. You knew it was called Avengers Endgame, and I think that's, <laughs> that's all, all you knew. knew about the that's movie. That's all I knew. Yeah. That's all I knew. Gosh. It was like, you gave me a feeling. We've talked about our movie-going experience <laughs> watching that one goddamn movie so many times on this show. <laughs> but you gave me the feeling of being a father, briefly, of when you take your kid to see, like, Star Wars for the first time, and that moment of, like, when something, the lightsaber comes out, and then the kid just looks at you, <laughs> like, excited, like... <gasps> And you like you proudly look back at your son, and you're like, "Yeah, it's a lightsaber." <laughs> that, that was us multiple times. Uh, and and and, and Endgame, right? Right? Yeah. 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 So I want that feeling again, but with Shang Chi, you're gonna look at me all excited. You like, think that movie's gonna give me those kind of moments? No, enough it's not. Times? I think it is going to be an uphill battle. That movie, <laughs> you're gonna need to trudge out of the the deep mud to try to enjoy that movie. But I'm I'm willing to. Gosh, what if it's just so boring and just like, yep. It's, what if it's exactly what I said? Yeah. <laughs> it uh, for all I know, it very well could be, but with one cool twist. <laughs> I will leave that theater saying nothing, just smiling at you. Yeah, just no, smug. That's pretty much exactly smug what as fuck. And then we'll like get in the car, and we'll like I'll put it in reverse, and I'll start looking out, <laughs> and then I'll we'll get in the street, and be like. So I, and I'd be like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I would never hunt down details for that movie. 
So I don't think it would be hard to black out on it. No, yeah, just don't hunt them down. And like the trailer is the one thing I need to avoid. Yeah, exactly. When the trailer comes out, just don't look at it. I'm going to laugh if Twitter blows up about something from the trailer. Like, oh, how stereotypically racist or some shit about this movie. And I'll just be like, oh, look. Kind of what I predicted, huh? <laughs> just like, shut up. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, you know what? I will. I'll black out for that. Cool. I, I can do a blackout for that movie. Excellent. It's not going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be pretty easy to black out that movie. So excited. Yeah. Uh, speaking for movies we blacked out. Yes, yes, yes. A movie that I just kind of accidentally blacked out. I, I blacked it out, too. Yes, I yes, wasn't yes. anticipating to really enjoy it because I've started to enjoy these movies less and less. You said you enjoy Fast and the Furious. If you could enjoy I love and Fast pay and money for Fast and the Furious, you can enjoy anything. Monkey versus Lizard. Monkey. <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> uh, Godzilla versus Kong. We both yes. watched it. It's yes, on we, HBO Max. Yes thoughts i liked it i loved it it was a great movie it was, it was so fun. much fun it was exactly what it was trying to be it's what we've deserved since the first godzilla movie that kind of rebooted this franchise yes but also it wasn't a movie that tried to be multiple things yeah it wasn't trying to tie in some deep backstory it wasn't trying to do some cr- no it was just hey they're just gonna be a lot of big things fighting yeah <laughs> and that's why people liked uh what's that movie um i almost said titanfall that's a game what's uh that? rim pacific rim <laughs> pacific rim rim <laughs> what are you gonna say job <laughs> Yes, uh, it's pretty much exactly what people liked about Pacific Rim. It's right. like, yeah. hey, what if we took? You remember how fun it was to smash action figures together when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah. What if we did that with a budget of five hundred million dollars? Yeah, that's that's why Pacific Rim was so cool. It wasn't. It Pacific Rim was cool because they did have the ability to weave a story into it. Yeah, but they focused mainly on just oh, they're gonna fight now. Oh, here goes cool fighting. Oh, and there's this new kaiju that we haven't seen before, but we got this new robot that they haven't seen before. Oh, it's you. What's gonna happen? I mean, like yeah. that was that was the cool Great. part of it. it yeah i liked uh the second one too i haven't seen the second one it's pretty much the continuation of the first one but it they have was, swords yeah it was cool i liked yeah. it it was the same idea of just oh we're fighting it yeah. was just that was it right that's the focal point yeah there's a story i would say pacific rim had more effort put into the characters and the story the depth and the backstory than godzilla yeah which I'm fine with. Yeah. You know? But it was just fucking... Cool. You know what I, I watched after God, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong? What? I watched uh, Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Okay. Have you seen that before? Yes. There's just so many cool-ass scenes. There's, there's cool scenes in it. I think that one... So, to recap the series, we have Godzilla 2014. Um, which was just called Godzilla, but it came out in 2014. Uh, and that's the one with uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch as yes. a husband and wife. Yes. Uh, Brian Cranston as Quicksilver's dad, yes. uh, I think. Um, that was good casting. They did a great fucking job. It was super cool casting. Remember all the trailers where it's like almost nothing but Godzilla and Brian Cranston, and then he dies 15 minutes into yeah. the movie? Spoilers. Yeah. Um, that one I really loved because it 
painted the events of Godzilla. <laughs> like, what if a giant lizard monster Just attacked? appeared. Uh, what, like San Francisco, I think it was? It was in... Yeah, I think it was San Francisco. Uh, and yeah, because the bridge, places. they did the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. scene, yeah. Um, what if what if it attacked that and like all we had was the modern day military to fight it? But it wasn't attacking humans. It was attacking these worse monsters. Yes. Yeah. The Mutos. Yeah. Um, which was so cool and it was so eerie. Like I remember that first trailer where there were these there were these army guys preparing for a Halo jump and you don't know why and it oh, starts dropping playing, in like a red sky. Yeah. Like that creepy song from uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. And they're dropping, and they have the red smoke behind them, and then you the just red see flares them falling through the clouds yep. really slowly, and like the lightning happening. And then you see first-person view of like, <laughs> yeah, and he's getting closer, and then you just see a giant tail, uh, and it's Godzilla. Uh, you don't you see, see all of Godzilla for the majority of the movie. It's a very Jaws-like reveal. It's a, which I it's thought a was cool. slow burn, which was really good. And it, showed, um, it really magnified this actual size of him. Which was by far the biggest scale Godzilla they've ever done. Yeah. Um, like Godzilla has been anywhere from like 200 feet tall to that one. He was like 1,800 feet tall or he something. Was fucking like huge. Way bigger than skyscrapers, which is huge. Ominous. And it's, it, oh God, it was so cool. Um, and then next one was Kong Skull Island, uh, which had a completely different vibe to it. Yes. It was like all shot in the daytime and it was on like this. It was tropical more of island. an adventure, tropical island, and like little giant... Jumanji, but super gory. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, big like monsters, and Kong is defending the monsters, and Kong doesn't want people here, and it was very different. It's like this is my turf, and like I've yeah. got this down, and you need to get out of here. And then you find out Kong's the good guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then Godzilla, King of Monsters, is like, but what if we did all the monsters? Yeah. <laughs> And Godzilla had to fight them all. Um, and it's basically just one of them has to be a king. And we've done all this research into a bunch of other ones. And there's Mothra and Rodan and uh, King Ghidorah. Um, and I think one or two others. Ghidorah killing, uh, I think it's Rodan, right? The fire one? Yeah. The, the firebird? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a cool... That I love that scene when they're going as fast as possible that's another cool thing because they do, they don't look fast because yeah. they're so big yeah. but then you realize each gust yeah is so big it's knocking over cities yeah like it's sonic waving and exploding shit yeah. and it's just like oh my god this thing is actually huge and fast and then you see it chasing down this plane trying to hit like the speed of sound yeah and it's just oh my gosh and then it, they're flying into uh gadira to try to like get it off its tail and then you see gadira fight whatever, yeah rodan whatever the fucking firebird one is and yeah. that's a crazy that's that's also cool because you see other monsters fight instead of just everybody versus godzilla go yeah it, exactly it, it was a little bit cool of just, you see like a bracket kind of happen <laughs> yeah exactly you see you kind of see the, the 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 how they stack up yeah exactly. of what they do and you saw the uh the like the i don't know the balance of like I don't I don't I don't want to say good versus evil, but like the we don't really hate humans. You're the, you're in the way versus I want to kill everything. Yeah, exactly. Side. Yep. So it was cool. Yeah, um, it was cool. the The thing I don't like about the two Godzilla movies is they were way too heavy on the human element. The humans are supposed mean? to be there to be scared of Godzilla. 
They were. But it was they were the main characters. The uh, Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson was the main character of that movie. It was yes. not Godzilla. That is your their first mistake. It was the experience of what happens with Godzilla. A human experiencing yeah. Godzilla. Where it should just be humanity experiencing Godzilla. And Godzilla is the main character. Uh, Kong Skull Island. It, the Kong movies are more adventure movies. Except for like the original King Kong. Where they kidnap him and take him yeah. to New York. And he falls in love with the girl. Well not falls in love. But he's like obsessed with the girl. And tries to climb the Empire State Building. And gets shot off and stuff like that. Which I watched the other day actually. After watching. Because they're all on, uh, w, yeah, on yeah. The HBO Did you like Max. it? It's old. That movie's old. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think it's 1939. Very it's very old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, quick side note. So that whole movie, it's a classic, obviously, and I've always wanted to watch it. And the the claymation, the stop motion for Kong was like not bad for the 30s. Like it's right. obviously it's not great, but it is not bad. The um, music is the best part. It's like they're playing it through like a speaker up to a mic. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Yeah, they're literally playing a recording up against a microphone. They're yeah. not like outputting directly into an input. It's yeah. just like. And then uh, the. Do you know what the last line of that movie is? No. It's the famous line from that movie. Twas beauty killed the beast. Do you know that line? They literally. Yes, he's, I do know that. Line. He's up there, and the planes are shooting him, and then they get him, and he falls way off the Empire State Building, and it's like thud, <laughs> and then like puff of smoke, uh, and then like people are around, is like, oh, he's dead. The planes got him, <laughs> and some cop just goes, no, twas beauty killed the beast, <laughs> and then the music swells, and it like it almost ends on like a punchline. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, look at all this happening, and he's dead. Here's the moral of the story. Bye. See you next yeah. time, folks. <laughs> like it was so sudden like there's not they they didn't like wrap up movies the way they do now back in the day um but it was great Uh, i've also seen clips of the original godzilla but gosh that is that's i think brutal it's a it's a tough watch yeah that's (laughs) it is boring it's a lot of scientists talking about what the fuck do we do um very little godzilla in that one but yeah, I think in the godzilla movies they're they're just too the the humans have too much to do like they have too many objectives and too many feelings and I don't care about your family tree and your distant father and the fact that you're you're a lonely little kid willy-nilly Bobby Brown and <laughs> you you want to impress your doctor mom and then like so and then Kong Skull Island it's they're very much humans on an adventure and Kong is there so that's fine So the Godzilla movies they do it because they have to find a way to be to show how Godzilla is a good guy. That's why they do it. Yeah, I guess. It's like, so it's oh like, no, he's trying to save us or whatever. It's like, not really. He just w- dislikes that thing and yeah. wants to kill it. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's really what he's doing. He's yeah. He only came up because he sensed that and he was like, fuck that shit. That ain't happening while I'm here <laughs> yeah. and wants to fuck it up. That's He's so, not like, but the humans, I need to save the humans. Yep. Like that's, he doesn't give a fuck. Um, so Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. We got two big stars, yeah, and we have a, a bunch of celebrities, a shocking yes. amount of celebrities. Yeah, we really do. But who's the main character of this movie, would you say? Kong. To, yeah, Kong. Kong. They, it opens with Kong. It ends with Kong. They humanize Kong. They play, like, not modern music, but, like, 70s, 80s, 90s music when Kong is doing things. Uh, like, at the beginning, when he's, like, taking a shower under the waterfall, they're playing, like, some cool, like... It was like Guardians of the Galaxy, like just They're let's just like, play yeah. some retro music over this n- not retro American thing. Yeah. Um, 
And then it's they explain why Kong and Godzilla have to fight. And it's like, oh, there has to be one. And Godzilla's only coming out because he senses a new threat, a new alpha. So Godzilla, which the new alpha was the one the humans were making. Dumb idiots. Yeah. Um, which was like such a simple like, hey, the humans are the bad guys. Here's why. Godzilla's coming to stop them, which he should. And Kong uh, to like do all this Kong, we need kong to get to the center of the earth to get the power to turn on our mecha robot um to have it actually be the alpha predator which if that all worked humans would have won and humans would have had a giant robot alpha predator um but once it got to full power like king Ghidorah's old skull not brain which i thought was weird the fact that it wasn't like Ghidorah's brain like in a jar it that was, was it I was think, literally no, a skull no there was something that they were extracting from it I, it was I, the, the it had telekinetic or telepathic abilities between the three heads yes. because it was so big to send the signals down one neck yeah. and up the other neck so they just speak tele, uh, but i forgot what it was but i think it was like blood or something i think the skull because that it's in the bones yeah i guess which i thought was weird the pilot like the vr yeah. <laughs> mecha pilot um was ken watanabe from the old godzilla mm-hmm. movies that's his son uh really like not ken watanabe's son but the character's son like the mech pilot oh, was okay, the cool. son of that character okay cool um which was like just his last name or whatever is the same um but yeah it it he's like sat inside the skull yes like his little vr hub who was in the skull of uh one of king Ghidorah's skulls which but, we saw set up at the end of uh godzilla 2 yes. when they had his decapitated head Yes, but then the full power Mecha Godzilla had overpowered its, him, which fried his brain. No, but like, so it made sense when I was watching it. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just thinking. <laughs> no, what are your questions? I, I I think it makes sense to me. So, is it artificial intelligence? Is it like no. something from the good from yeah. the Ghidorah head that took over? It was basically Mecha Godzilla being controlled by Ghidorah's skull. But Ghidorah's skull is dead. Yeah, but it still had those telepathic abilities in it. But what is it sending if it's dead? It's well, it's not dead. There's still something there. So it's alive, I guess. Yeah, they were they were tapping into its abilities. So basically, with the, in in the movie, I figured that somehow the Ghidorah skull, yeah, transferred whatever was left in it into the Mechagodzilla, and that's why I, why it became sentient. It so like, like the I'm Ghidorah, gonna... the Ghidorah spirit <laughs> was in yeah, the Mechagodzilla. basically. That's why I just went like, "Fuck everything! I'm killing everything." That's what I thought. It wasn't like, "Oh no, the AI program went rogue and is doing its own thing." I didn't. No, I think uh, that's why um, the kid from Deadpool two <laughs> had to pour the alcohol on the computer system to like break the link between the Ghidorah skull. Oh, so, that's yeah, so the skull was it. controlling it. The skull was oh. controlling it. So that's why they had to sever that tie and that's why it all of a sudden started not working great. He is from Deadpool. I forgot. He was so familiar, but I just, I don't know where you're from, kid, but you're yeah. so familiar. Yeah. And uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, directed by Taika Waititi, which is a great movie. Very heartwarming. Um, he's a good kid. He's a good yeah. actor. Yeah. He's really fun. Uh, I love his accent, too. He's from New Zealand. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Willie Nilly Bobby Brown, <laughs> um, was in it. She was in Godzilla 2, but she had a way smaller role. Her role was to figure out what is going on, which that's For great. us to understand. Exactly. As the viewers. And that's yeah. it. That's all we need the humans there for. Yeah. 
not to oh i want my dad to care about me again now i'm sad that he's dead now it's like no we just need you to tell us what's happening in this movie because godzilla can't because he only growls right the the thing i the thing that made me realize i the big difference with the Godzilla movies is that the Godzilla movies are world-ending movies. Yes. Like, they're very serious. Like, they're not... Oh, yeah, those cities are destroyed. Well, it's, it's also just like, yeah, like when King Ghidorah is in the picture, it's just, hey, the the military is just, we need to send like a, like a particle destroyer that like <laughs> evaporates all liquid in the air. Yeah. And we're hoping that like sucks out the liquid from their cells and kills them. Yeah. It's like, oh, excuse me? That's the links. Hey, you think we can fuck around and wait? Like, <laughs> we're sending it. And they're like, no, but Godzilla could get hurt. They're like, fuck Godzilla. Like, do you see this shit? Have you been seeing this shit? Yeah. This shit needs to stop. Like, <laughs> that was the attitude of the Godzilla movies. You yeah. know, it, it was never, because even in the first Godzilla movie, they're still fighting him. Yeah, because they don't know what the deal is. They don't know what's happening. Yeah. Granted, they're not doing any damage to him. Nope. They're just like, that's the fun. That's the craziest thing to me. If I had, I mean, I guess it's what you do, right? It's when you like, you have a Bic lighter and you, and you like, you hold it on against the coming darkness of a storm. Yeah. But if I have a fully automatic, you know, 7.62 millimeter caliber rifle <laughs> and I'm just shooting it. At something bigger than a than a skyscraper, Whose scales on his body are larger than me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just assuming I'm not gonna get a lot done. We mm. uh, gotta try. It's like Tom Hanks shooting at the tank at the end of Saving Private Ryan. Yes, yes, there you go. It's that scene. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just, just I gotta do whatever I can. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what would you do? So whenever those crazy situations happen, and we've had this discussion with Jurassic Park. Uh, what to do in those situations? If you ran into that situation, if Godzilla was around, yes, I would. I would. I would. Not to be too dark, I would kill myself as quickly as I could. Well, no, no. If you were in that situation where you survived, where Godzilla appeared and he's walking around and stomping and breaking everything, oh yeah, and you can't escape because all the roads are fully blockaded because like there's so Boston many people. Post Godzilla too, but Godzilla's there. Oh, he's still there. Yeah, like long story short, what I'm trying to say is that I would try to like hug his leg. And, like, hang on to a scale while he moves around. Oh, no, because then he would just walk through a building and <laughs> smush you. You would be a smear briefly <laughs> on a chunk of concrete that his but, toe just bumped into. I could into. let go. He would stub his toe, and it would be the end of your cells. You think so? <laughs> yes. I think if I could grab a scale and, like, <laughs> hang on to his heel, and if I could look over... And see just, uh-oh, a building's coming. I'm going to let go before he hits the building. No. You don't think so? No, I really don't. You don't think so? I No. I think I have a better chance with that than I do with anything involving King Kong. You'd also get uh, high amounts of radiation poisoning, as we learned. Oh, yeah. He's radiated. Too. He's very radiated. <laughs> I forget. I forget because I, I was skipping around in, in King of Monsters. Why did he go thermo again? Like thermonuclear? <laughs> what? Do you remember uh, when he went to the he dug down? No, and- no, no. When he's fighting King Ghidorah in Boston and everybody's like, you have to get the fuck away from him because he's literally a walking nuclear explosion that's just going to go off. I don't remember. I forgot what got him to that power level. Yeah. Because he was like fighting Ghidorah. Ghidorah's hitting him and eventually gets to a point where Godzilla's like, 
I feel Super Saiyan, and then he just starts radiating nuclear blasts against yeah. <laughs> like like <laughs> just waves of nuclear atomic whom, explosions. Whom. And Ghidorah's just melting, like yeah. literally melting, like like yeah, just falling into into bone. What got him to that power level? I don't remember, I but I remember Ken Watanabe detonated a nuke next to him to just, give him radiation energy. Yeah, it's like a med kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a, a large med kit in Overwatch. Yeah, it was just yeah. So there's there's another to scale of shooting Godzilla with an M16 or whatever. Ken Watanabe gave him a nuke to heal him. <laughs> <laughs> that that's yeah, yeah that's. I, 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 I once you leave tonight, I'm probably gonna watch. Up until right before that scene, to be like, why did he go Super Saiyan? Yeah, <laughs> like there's something because his, his atomic breath, even I think, is red. Like he starts having, he's yeah. red, he's glowing red yeah, at exactly. one point as he just keeps going. Speaking of the atomic breath, so some changes in this one because we we're talking about the old movies almost exclusively. Oh, but sorry, sorry. Um, the Godzilla versus Kong, the humans were there to tell us what is going on and some comic relief, which I thought was great. It was the right amount of comic relief. Maybe just a tad too much. A tad too much. My the, um, I forget his name, but the actor who's like the conspiracy theorist. Security guard. Yes. Yeah. And he was also um, in uh, Spider-Verse. He was Miles' dad. He was the cop. Really? S- same guy, yeah. Oh, that's um, cool. He's a great actor. He's also going to be in The Eternals, I believe. Oh, he's gonna that's be cool. one of the Eternals. That's really cool. Um, he he was a bit much, uh, a little too goofy, a little too out there. IMO, yeah, a little too Alex Jones. <laughs> we, <laughs> a we, bit. we needed like a level seven Alex Jones. Yeah, so exactly. we got like a level like a, nine tap water or bottled water, <laughs> yeah. like that whole stuff. But um, yeah, they were there to tell us what's going on. They made Kong bigger and they made Godzilla smaller. Um, they, I think they Godzilla kinda, was still bigger than Kong, though. He was bigger than Kong, but I think they just shrunk him a little bit because he was taller than skyscrapers in his movies, and Godzilla was a big monkey. <laughs> so, but they mentioned in Kong's Island, I was like, oh, he's not even done growing yet. Yeah, he's not full size yet. And this is 50 years later because that oh, movie took place in the 70s. This yeah, is like yeah, 2021 yeah, yeah. or whatever. So he's full size now. He's full size now. And I think they just, to make it work a little bit better, had to shrunk, uh, shrink the model for Godzilla a little bit. Was he that much smaller? I think, I mean, he, maybe. Yeah. I don't think he's that much smaller. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, they, they did it well. Like, it didn't look bad. Oh, yeah. Like, true. it just, yeah, th- those two are fighting. That true, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they made Kong the good guy, Godzilla the bad guy, but Godzilla had motives to be the bad guy, and the real bad guys were the humans, and Kong was working for the humans because. Kong, that we we just had Kong, and we're gonna have him do our stuff, and he's like following his, like uh, his DNA. Like I gotta get back to the center of the earth, and they're just using him to do that. So, the humans were really the bad guys. Um, the whole lore that they expanded, that like at the center of the earth, there were like all these monsters, and the Kong was one of many, and this was his home, and they he used to be the king and stuff like that. Uh, that axe, by the way, that was super cool. Did you notice it was like a Godzilla scale? Yes. Yeah, that was so cool. And that's why it like glowed with like yeah. his radiation energy and why he was able to like charge it up at the end, which was uh, incredible. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the outcome of the movie? It's what I expected. The, uh, the second it started happening, I was like, I know what's going to happen here. What? Here we go. They're going to team up. Yeah, they're going to team up. But you know it. what? I liked how they did it. They did it to fulfill the the story uh, like the storylines of what happened like there was a like mecha godzilla versus godzilla yeah 
And like that was something that they did specifically, which I thought was really cool because they they were like, okay, cool. So Godzilla beat Kong, but now it's the Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla series. You guys remember that? Remember seeing those shots? Well, yeah. here it is. This is what's happening. Oh, no. Time for the power of best friends. Yep. And it's just <laughs> the best friend power. Can Mechagodzilla beat that? No, it cannot. Yeah. And it turned into that. That was all. I saw it coming. This, yeah. The second Kong got downed. And Mechagodzilla was like starting to power up. I was like, I know what's going to happen. Yep. We're going to see Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla because you have to pay homage to that whole story that, oh, yeah, that's exactly. happened. So we're going to see that fight. And then Kong's going to, you know, have some smelling salts, get back up, you know. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, right. Get back up, get back in there. They're going to team up and be by the power of friendship. They're going to they're gonna take down Mechagodzilla. Yeah. And then they're just going to go along their merry ways. Yeah. I I really liked it because I was of the mindset of there's no way Kong can beat Godzilla. <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. And he no, didn't. He, he lost like two out of the three fights, I think. There's the one on the boat where he was just like, Oh my god, just do it. Just finish me. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't. Like Godzilla left. And then the second one, like the first half of Hong Kong, uh, he like beat him up, but then they just kind of took a a pause, like the the bell went off. <laughs> And then they went back in their corners and then they started fighting again and Godzilla whooped his ass. Um, but Godzilla beats Kong. Kong is out. Right. Uh, and then Mecha Godzilla pretty much beats Godzilla. And then with Kong and Godzilla teaming up and Kong doing like the, like taking it to the hoop uh, beats Mecha Godzilla. So there's like this like rock, paper, scissors thing. Yeah. So you could argue that there wasn't really a winner except for Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla lost. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla lost. But uh, the thing I liked is that they never said like one has to kill each other. Yeah. One has to basically show they said Kong will never bow or whatever. Yeah. Like you that. need to show dominance. Yeah. And the fact that. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. So that I understood that. Part of it was plot armor. You can't just kill Kong. You can't yeah. just kill Godzilla. But I like how they made it seem natural of just, well, no, you have to bow. You have to show that you're not the alpha. Yeah. Right? Um, they made this Godzilla way more... Uh, uh, Menacing? No. I was going to say movable. That's the wrong word. Fluid. Agile. Agile. There you go. Yeah. They're way more agile. Yeah. Way more agile. Yeah, he's like running. <laughs> He was, was like literally slipping punches and shit. Like <laughs> he was Philly styling on, on the motherfuckers. Like he was, he was slipping and dodging. He was like doing like backward, like reverse kicking and shit. Yeah. Like tail whipping, like reverse elbows. He was yeah. fucking going for it. They they definitely made some changes to both characters to to make it a, a better fight. And like if you just saw like the last Godzilla movie, which I think they had already made this change, but in the first Godzilla movie, when Godzilla finally used his atomic breath, it was it's like, a charge up. Game over. It was a charge up as and you're dead. Yeah. Uh and then he like pukes the atomic breath down that one Muto's mouth, yeah. which is the most coolest metal thing I've ever seen. He's just like fuck you. And in this yeah. one he's just like blasting it all around. It's like bah, bah, bah. Yeah. he's like trying to burp it out at Kong and like he slices a couple buildings and he like hits Kong in the back with it, but it wasn't really like the end. Uh, and then he like has to like do it for a while to like burn. I mean, he burns a hole through the earth. So that was pretty incredible. Yeah. what That's, that's something that almost bothered me how often he used it. Yeah. It was just, that's the buildup. Yeah. That's exactly. the, that's the spirit bomb. 
Yeah. Like, but then if it's the buildup every time, then it kind of loses its punch. Um, I but I, I liked the buildup of when they were fighting and he was trying to just hit him with it. Kong kept like dodging it or like punching right. his mouth right as he would start doing it or like yeah. grabbing his teeth open and he's just shooting it out into the air. It was it was like a like a nail biting fight. It was really cool. Um, and yeah, the, the, the way they team up, I think, was super cool. Uh, another thing about the movie. So I mentioned earlier the first Godzilla movie was like tanks and like halo jumps and like. Yeah the military fighting Godzilla in a, it was very grounded. And we saw that scene in the airport where the mutos were like smashing through the plane. And then you see Godzilla's foot and you're like, Whoa, this is so realistic. This is crazy. And now they have like spaceships in this one. <laughs> they took a yeah. spaceship through a vortex to the center of the yeah. earth. And I was like, yes, more, more, more. You want more of that? <laughs> it's so dumb. I love no, it. No, I want it. I, I would rather be grounded more. I'd yeah. rather, but they had to for the story. We have to go follow Kong to see this part of the center of the earth. And oh, look, he has a chair and he sat in the chair. A throne. A throne. I know. I, know. I, I do like how the ending was okay. Thanks for your help with that. That was pretty cool of you. Agree to disagree. You, I'll get up here. You get down there. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll draw a line in the sand, a little chalk line. Right. Uh, and I like that. How there wasn't like I mean, it was kind of a cop out that there wasn't a clear winner. Although Godzilla won, Godzilla won, and then uh, Mecha Godzilla beat Godzilla, and then Kong with Godzilla's help beat Mecha Godzilla. So it was that kind of tie. But Godzilla won. But they like went their separate ways. It's like okay, we've established that we can't both be up here. So but here's so a way around. That. Here's the thing I didn't understand. Kong. Why was Kong in a monarch facility in the beginning of the movie? Because they knew about him. Right, but that was to trap him or keep him so Godzilla couldn't sense him. I think that. I think exactly that. And that's why, oh, now we need to take Kong on this boat all the way to the Antarctica. Godzilla's going to come get us. But the reason they had to do that was because Godzilla's already wreaking havoc. Because we right. made, we turned on Ghidorah's skull. Right. So now we, we're desperate and we need to bring Kong. We need to try. So. Right. But so they kept him in a bubble. Right. It's fine. Right. And at the end, he's back where his other kind is from, the center of the center earth. Center of the earth, yeah. Where he actually is supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. So he's so there. So Godzilla's cool with it. And Godzilla just rules the top. And Godzilla just literally just sleeps all day until something actually comes up. And then he goes like, what the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? I mean, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, pretty that's much. That's pretty much what it is. It's, it's just like, sniff, sniff. Nope. It's, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> Anytime anything happens. Yeah. That's what happened in the first Godzilla. It was just, oh, no, there's Mutos. Uh-oh. I will kill. Yeah, what do you mean, uh-oh? I think this might make somebody, like, wake up and get angry at it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was a fun movie. It. it was. Uh, how would you rank the four? Have you seen all four? Godzilla, Godzilla King of Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong, and Kong Skull Island? Yes, I have. How would you rank them? Worst to best. Worst to best. I have a very definitive ranking in my head. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. The worst one is King of Monsters. It was just... Too much. It was all over the place. Okay. Way too much humor. Okay. 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 Next one was Kong Skull Island. Fun, but just whatever. It was whatever. Okay. Uh, next one was the first Godzilla. 
holy crap i was blown away that by the right. movie it was so much fun yes and it was like the groundedness of it and like the ominousness and the jaws like build up right uh and then this one just godzilla versus kong it's what i've always wanted from these movies like just show me the big monkey fighting the big lizard you're gonna be shocked at this uh-oh you ready hit me worst godzilla versus kong whoa <laughs> i shouldn't let me rephrase that skull island yeah Godzilla vs. Kong. First Godzilla. King of Monsters Monsters is your favorite? Yeah. Wow, our lists are almost exactly reversed. Yeah, it's because, to me, King of Monsters was so cool because we learned about the lore. We understood about the the history, like, Mm. the balance. And it's also a thing where, like, Godzilla loses. Not that I like seeing him lose, but Godzilla gets his ass beat the entire movie. Yeah. The entire movie until the end when he gets Mothra's help and he goes Super Saiyan. Yeah. yeah. You know, Moth- Mothra brings him back to life. Yeah, that's right. Oh, is that what made him go Super Saiyan? Maybe, but I don't think so still. I think there was something else. I don't know. Something got him so radioactive that he was melting. Because you see him step down <laughs> and, like and it's metal. melting steel from the <laughs> <Yeah>. stadium. <laughs> so it's just, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was cool because you saw a super OP Godzilla. Yep. You saw the biggest threat in uh, uh, Gadira. Yep. And it was also just, how do you fight Gadira? Yeah. That's a crazy enemy. Yeah. You know? And it was also just, there was so much tech. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. You saw, you saw, it's also a, a, a wacky situation. You have a company, Monarch. Yeah. Who's literally hand in hand with the U.S. military. Yeah. Just like a private contractor that's so entwined that they're just on, like, they're talking to like generals and shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and they're being told, like, sorry, we have to do this. It's like, general, don't do it. I'm sorry, we have to do this. It's not like, we're the US fucking military and it's in our territory. We're handling this. <laughs> yeah, general, don't do it. Uh, click. Yeah, yeah, they, they, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I just, the stakes were so high in it, I think, because yeah. of that. Um, Compared to the first one, where yeah, it's the, it's the Mutos, but at the same time, I don't think Godzilla ever really. No, Godzilla never went down really in the first barely. Movie. I mean, one of the Mutos started to like actually put up a fight. I think the male. I think I think it yeah. was the he he fucked up the female, and then the male tried to get in his way. The female was trying to run to get the radiation. Yep, from the nuke on the boat, and then Godzilla fucked up. <laughs> The male, because the male was flying. I remember that. Cause I just saw this. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, and it's like flying in. He's like, uh oh, and he like slips it, and then he like whams it into he a fucking tail whips it. Tail whips he's it like into a building. Oh man, I'm a wide open target. What am I to do? And <laughs> yeah. right before he gets there, it's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just whips him into a building. It was this, so good. Yeah, and I think he impaled it on yeah. a whole bunch of shit. And he was like, okay, and it was stuck. And I think that's when he like atomic breaths it or whatever. No, he atomic breaths the female. Because oh, it's yeah. the bigger one. Yeah. And he goes, time to go fuck up the other one. Which I also like that he does that because he's like, what if this doesn't go through your skin because you might be tough? Well, fuck you. Go <laughs> like, <laughs> it's going in. Bird feeding time. <laughs> Just, <laughs> ah, yes, the bird mouth technique. Yes. <laughs> um, But yeah, but you know what's weird? It doesn't have rewatchability to me, though. So while I do like that, I like that movie the most, I don't. I'm not going to sit there and rewatch the entire movie. Yeah. Compared to the first Godzilla, I can rewatch that movie and be like, oh, yeah, this was, this was a cool scene. Like, yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? So for me, for those, it's clips. 
I could watch clips of them because they're just okay. They're just build up in between clips, right? And it's almost like the portal scene where everyone's on like, ah, let me go watch portals. I still haven't seen it. You've literally seen that whole movie just once in theaters, right? Yes. And you haven't seen the portal scene since theaters. Correct. When? What? What do you mean? When are you gonna watch it again? Hold on. Can I hit you with the situation? Yes. It's late summer 2021. <laughs> okay. You're vaccinated. Yes. Disney announces that they're putting Endgame back in IMAX theaters for a limited run. Do you go? Is it on the same conditions that I saw the first time with an empty theater? It's it's probably not going to be an empty theater, but it's going to be a sparse theater because it's going to be late COVID. Most people are back out into the world. You're back out into the world. And it's a movie that came out two years ago that everybody's seen four times except for you. I might. Yeah. I might. Yeah. I might. I so want them to. Because Avatar just took over again for highest grossing movie of all time. Because they re-released it in China. I think. I think I would. Yeah. I think I, think I would I, too. I think I would. I mean, you've seen it way more than me. I've seen it probably seven or eight times. Yeah, I've seen it once. <laughs> So I've witnessed that uh, all that once. Yeah. So it's cool then because if I do see it again, I have forgotten details. You've forgotten so much about it. So it would be so cool to see it again and be like, oh, wow, I forgot about this. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it would be nice. Um. Yeah, you know what? The, I will say this. Oh, by the way, one short criticism of the first Godzilla movie. Yes. <laughs> I didn't like how dark it was. Very dark. It was so dark. Which uh, I read an article that like that was the resounding feedback of the Godzilla movies. It's like, yeah, they're great. We can't see anything ever. Um, So they had to not reshoot because almost this entire movie was CGI. Right. But they had to like re-edit, I think, the whole Hong Kong fight to be at like dusk or like Hong Kong fight. The final fight between Kong and Godzilla and Mechagodzilla. Oh, no, I was talking was like, about the first Godzilla movie. Yeah, it, they were too dark, and they got all the feedback that's like, these movies are oh, too dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So for yeah, Kong yeah. versus Godzilla, they brightened up that last fight by a significant margin. Yeah. Yeah. That's what... Side note, asterisk, before I continue, I kind of want to rewatch the first Transformers movie now. Okay. Just see big things fight. Sure, yeah, sure. You know, like, I kind of want to rewatch the first there. one. Yeah, you get that cool slow mo. Yeah, get some Shia LaBeouf and some uh, what's your name, Megan Fox. Yep, sure. Yeah, get a little. I want to watch uh, Bumblebee. Have you seen Bumblebee? I do not want to watch Bumblebee, but yes, I've heard. I about heard it. it's by far the best Transformers movie. But it's just Bumblebee and something else. Is it Michael Bay? I don't think it is. Oh, maybe that's why it's the best movie. <laughs> pew pew pew. Not to insult one. Of, not to insult one of your uh, Seattle Kraken founders, but I just feel <laughs> that's my team. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, Michael. Is it Michael? It is Michael Bay. Yeah, it is Michael Bay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is Michael Bay. Uh, what are we gonna talk about next week? Michael Bay. Are we gonna talk about Michael Bay? Are we gonna watch Bumblebee and then talk about Bumblebee? Ne- well, f- well, okay. Well, before we talk about next week, uh, why do you want to see Bumblebee so bad? I just are I you a big Transformers fan? I Did like, you like all the movies? I liked them until they got bad. So one movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask you about the Mark Wahlberg one. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen the I saw, Mark Wahlberg one? I saw one, one, two, and three. I'm like, I can't give this franchise any more money. You need to watch that movie, but the Aronauts version. Okay. On, do you know Aronauts? Yeah, I sure do. You need to watch their version of it. Yeah. It is better than the original. Perfect. Like, yeah. just 
That was Extinction, right? Transformers. No, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, every single movie is about a oh whoa. Every single movie is about a world-ending event. Yeah. So I mean, well, maybe, but maybe. Uh, no. Yeah. True. <laughs> we'll talk about something fun next time. Michael Bay. All right. Peace out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You good? You good? Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm good. What am I good for? I don't know. Are you good? Are you, are you good? How good are you? I'm alright. On a scale of one to two, I'm a one point five. <laughs> no points. You didn't say no points. You said one to two. Uh, okay. One point five. We'll take it. Okay. We're gonna round up to two. That's great. <laughs>